decided what I'm going to talk about uh, in my, on my podcast, and there are two really personal topics that I really want to discuss with people and raise awareness about those topics. So one of them is mental health, and the other one is LGBT. So probably for those who are living in Western countries and in the USA, they're more, more open to these kind of things. But where I come from, people not even open to gender equality yet. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is going to be about me as a female in my country and how I kind of survived there. And then we're going to move on to mental health um, issues, which some people don't even know what are they, and I didn't know it too. So I was doing some research and I found out many, many interesting things about me that I didn't know before. I thought it was it was just okay, but it is not okay. It can be helped, it can be treated. I'm going to talk about this later on, maybe tomorrow. So why I chose to talk about LGBT. So I don't discriminate people by their choice or by their gender or whatsoever. I just treat people equally and I don't really care what is your preference or what is like what gender do you like or what color do you like what hair do you like the reason before i studied biology i was also like i was open-minded but after studying in like my my department's biological science so after studying some genomics and genetics and stuff like that i kind of now know scientifically that people are all equal the only difference that we have are genes that's it so there is no like huge difference between like gender what i might be using some bad words so i bring my apologies for that but i cannot control myself for that and i don't want to control myself so what i'm trying to do here is trying to raise awareness and try to um, make people understand that having a mental health is something that was caused in your brain or it's not something that comes out from like from from the sky and all of a sudden you have depression there are reasons for that and it can be treated so same for lgbt stuff that people kind of discriminate uh, each other so yeah i'm going i'm going to make some scientific researches and like try to explain scientifically and in in normal language what is everything and why we shouldn't be like uh, labeling people i hope you will stay with me in this journey and i'm just like really passionate about sharing my story and sharing other people's stories it's really interesting and i think people should start changing their minds and start being more open-minded and accepting people for who they are what they love and what they wear whatsoever thank you very much see you next time i mean (laughs) talk to you (laughs) next time (laughs) bye bye back to my podcast uh, i'm really glad that you're still here if you are here but anyways i love talking to myself as it looks like it right now but anyways um uh, today i wanted to talk about myself yay uh, so i just wanted to tell you where i come from and how i survived my life in my <laughs> in my country oh my god i'm gonna get so many like bad comments about this one but anyways this is how i see my life and how i felt my life in my country so let's go back to 1995 i was born in tajikistan 
23 years ago yeah right so soon i have a birthday but so it turned out that i was born a girl in a central asian country and with a country with very different culture than in western or maybe other asian countries just a little bit different so i grew up hearing that i cannot do that i cannot do this i cannot be that i cannot talk like that i cannot sit like that i cannot eat like that i cannot eat that i cannot do so the list goes on and on and on and on and it's all because i'm a girl yeah so yeah you're a girl so you cannot do this you cannot say that you cannot play this Oh my god, so much negativity. That's why if you compare me now and me in my country, you will see huge, huge difference. How I was aggressive kid growing up until like until the day that I was in my country. I was very aggressive, very nervous, very like um, disturbed person. And I thought I had some kind of problem with me, like I, I was always feeling that it is not fair and I hated, hated to be a girl because it was extremely painful morally and physically. So uh, I can't go into details now but it's gonna be too long so if you wanna stay tuned you're, I wish you good luck because it's a yeah it's a story. So I'm 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 really glad that my mom raised me and my sister alone. It, I think I am lucky at that at that point because yeah if I would be growing up with my father probably I wouldn't be here and talking to you right now. Um, I really love my father, but still I'm kind of glad that I grew up without him even though he he would visit us once or twice in a month so I would kind of feel uh, my dad as a guest not as someone to <laughs> obey to or listen to so yeah um from my childhood I was I was told that I'm kind of like uh, not following the rules or blah 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 or I like boys and stuff uh, so I always loved and still love climbing and jumping and doing the stuff that the boys would do uh, like uh, harvesting the ground and putting some seeds and planting stuff I never loved doing home stuff like cleaning up the places i would always keep those kind of stuff and everyone would tell me like yeah no 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 you should be doing this stuff rather than that one and those things are for boys and you shouldn't be doing that and i really hated it i probably still hate when people tell me what i should be doing or not doing just because the way i look like Okay, um, but it doesn't mean that um, uh, I like boys. Oh, oh my god, what did I say? Oh my god. No, it doesn't mean that I'm a gay, okay? I still love boys, but it's just like my behavior. I like doing stuff that the boys do. So, <clears throat> the other thing is that I love singing and in my country, oh my god, people who are singers are either born in musicians' family or are sluts that's how they say it and i'm pretty sure that if i would be born in another country i would be a pop star <laughs> that's how i'm i'm confident about my singing <clears throat> skills and yeah i love it i love it very much so uh what was with that is um yeah i would always hear that I would never question myself if I want to become a singer because even I thought because people would tell me that singers are kind of like 
sluts or they sleep with people blah 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 so I never wanted to be a singer so I can say that I convinced myself not to choose musical path because I was convinced by others but still I had other problems even though I didn't plan to become a singer I would have problems singing like people would tell me shut up don't sing it's bad da da and I would be asking like why why it's bad I, I'm not I'm not like asking you to help me to become a singer I'm just singing so people would like not my mom but like other people would say to my mom and then she would tell me like singing is something related to devil and hell and oh my god thanks god that I'm out of there that place but unfortunately i'm going back home and i am kind of scared to go there and hear this stuff again because i cannot i cannot give up on singing right uh, if you want to check me singing you can check my um, youtube channel or my instagram i kind of daily post videos of me singing so yeah i would always hear that stuff so um, um, also, I remember how I was a kid, like uh, literally like five years old or four, and my mom loves sun sunflower seeds, so uh, she really loves them. So she would buy a lot, and then I was like, "What if I go and sell them and make some money?" I always thought about like selling and getting money and making money. So I never liked like asking for money. So I was let's let's sell and earn money so she would uh, buy like sunflower seeds and I would beg her to let me go outside and <laughs> sell them outside I remember um, I was like selling uh, sunflower seeds outside and then people were buying actually I was doing good <laughs> and I saw my uncle approaching me like he was visiting us and then he, he, he was shocked and he was like what the hell are you doing you're a girl you, you are not supposed to be here and those kind of stuff and blah 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 blah, 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 blah. so he kind of convinced my mom to not let me go to do this thing ever again because first of all he thought that only boys can do that and second of all he thought that only poor people would go and sell stuff yeah I still believe that though people who sell have more money than my family did at that time so yeah but it never stopped me and uh, finally when I was like um, 11 years old I found stuff to sell which would which would be okay for my family to not tell me stuff because it was cosmetics Mary Kay Ash uh, created a company called Mary Kay Cosmetics so I would sell cosmetic products to women so it was fine you know like I'm working with women and I'm still selling so it is fine right now it's okay yeah now everyone was proud of me and stuff like that but it still like didn't make sense to me like why I wouldn't be able to do stuff that boys do and it would be not okay and I do stuff that girls do it is okay but anyways I was still happy that I was able to do what I love like talk to people negotiate and suggest and sell and make money and then it was like everything that I told you right now was until my like when I was 11 and then what happened is that I got into Tajik Turkish high school so yeah, that's kind of like a high school. I was 12 or 13 years old. Um, yeah, there is another story behind that, but it's not related to gender quality. It's more related to family income. Yeah, but anyways, I'm going to continue with gender equality here. Well, gender inequality to be precise, right? So, um when i got into that school i was passionate yeah until my graduation i was passionate about math i loved it so much and i was the best in my school in my like year i was the best and 
it turns out that like um, the Turkish high school is really religious place like Islam is really like at the heart of that school so um, I would like solve problems and probably yeah anyway so there were Olympiads for science so I applied for math of course and I really hoped that I would pass and I knew that I would pass and kind of go to another Tajik Turkish high school which is concentrated on preparing students for international math olympiads so that was my goal and when one week passed I didn't get any reply it was summer so we didn't go to school so they told us that we would get like a phone call notifying us that we passed or not so I was hoping that they will would call me it's been like one week and then I couldn't wait for three weeks so on my second week I called the school and I said excuse me when the results will come up like did I pass which which place did I get and then they were like oh you were like well you didn't get a phone call it it's like it's been a it's been two weeks that students are already preparing for olympiads and i'm like what i didn't get in that's why i didn't get a call they're like no you're you're first but you you didn't get a call and i'm like no i didn't so i went to school and i saw the list of people who got into this program and i was number one and they didn't call me so i question like myself like what the hell and i asked them uh, why i didn't get a call and then they were like well you know uh, we only accept boys and i'm like then why did i have this test at the first place like why would you give me like what the hell and then um I went to this with my mom to this official like the original place where preparation would be held and then they would convince me that like I should choose another subject like Turkish language or English language to prepare for Olympiads and I was like but what's wrong with math though well, you know, math is like, um, it's a science, and science is too hard for girls, and blah, 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 so we don't want to put too much pressure on you, so just choose an easier subject for yourself. And I'm like, no, I love math, and I want to do it, and I am kind of the best. So they, they would bring a lot of reasons to not let me try it out, and I was extremely upset and then my mom even like told him okay what if like I would bring her every single day here we live close to this place so uh, what if she would just wear the clothes that would look like boys clothes and she would kind of hide her hair and act like a boy would it be okay so at that point I think they they were kind of like they gave up because we were arguing too much and then they said okay let her come in and let's see what's gonna happen and I was extremely happy I would I was agreed to go bald I was agreed to shave my hair and turn like change my style and I really didn't care about it as long as I'm doing what I love so I came in and it turned out that the system works this way in that program every day they study stuff and then every day they have a test so they add up all the tests that you take daily and by the end of the program whoever has total greater score only three of those people pass. So imagine me who missed two weeks, 14 days, 14 score, like scores, 14. 
And, um, okay, okay, I, I, I missed those, but the time when I was studying there and doing tests every day, my grades would be higher than those who were studying there for two weeks. In the end, I, me, me, and only one person, like totally two people were rejected because of the test scores, the total test scores. And like more than 15 were in the wait list, wait list, and only me and one somebody else, one guy, I guess. Only two people were rejected, just like no second chance, no, just like rejected. At this point, you cannot fight with them because your your score, how much how hard you try, it's still less than the total score of others. So then imagine 13-year-old girl, how would she feel that way? Like she got rejected she was she couldn't do what other boys would do she wouldn't be able to sing because it's not approved in the culture and now she cannot do the thing that she is passionate about how the girl <laughs> okay a person how would anyone feel at that point tell me yeah right like horrible right exactly so what's the point of like being a girl i would ask myself until i came to korea probably right yeah yeah exactly i would question myself like every single day why am i a girl and i would tell myself i don't want to be a girl I would tell this to myself every every single day but I didn't give up I because during the program I learned I covered um, three years uh, three-year math topics so I was in seventh grade and by the end of the program I knew the scope of 10th and 9th grade math and physics so imagine my life after the program 8th grade 9th grade knowing all the stuff ahead of time i would just like solve all the problems at the end of the book at the end of the chapter and i would i would just it was my hobby i would solve the problems and i would go deep and forget about all the shit that happened to me and um, somehow the rules changed and now each school should kind of participate in Olympians. Doesn't matter which grade are you in. And of course I, I participated in Olympiad and yeah, I got first place in my school and then in regionals I got first first place. I don't I don't remember that. But the thing is I passed the round where I would compete with those students who would participate in that program who were prepared for international olympiads like olympiads that you take outside of my country so it was kind of like i was really 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 worried about that one and i was really nervous and because i've been doing the program only for for a month or two months and i know how intense is that and how 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 much you learn in two months like with teachers and with the program than you do on your own so i was not sure about myself but i took an exam guess what i got third placed and everyone including myself everyone except for my family everyone was shocked just like shocked and it turns out that I that my surname is similar to our president's surname so instead of congratulating me and saying good job girl you made it 
some teachers would tell me, oh my god, did you buy that? And I'm like, what? Well, you know, your surname says that you're probably president's family. And I was like, excuse me, what? I would buy, I would buy my price? How is that even possible? I come from a poor family. It was hard for us to pay for tuition and I would buy something. Everyone's shocked, I was shocked and I was extremely shocked about this kind of comments. And yeah, the thing is, they only take three people per each subject. So I kind of like eliminated the guy who was studying at that program for a year and yeah so i made it and anyways that's what happened during the school my high school and there are many many other stuff to that as well except for this math thing like um yeah you know what like we were supposed to wear skirts not tight skirts uh, longer than our like covering our knees and if we would wear something tight they would be like you cannot wear that and why because guys will look at you and blah blah well it, it's their problem it's actually it's their problem it's guys problem cover your eyes okay and yeah they're they're there were a lot of a lot of situations during my high school that would question my gender and I really didn't love it didn't really like it but still I was kind of happy that I was studying in English and it was studying at the top high school in my country and um, when graduation time was approaching everyone would tell me study medicine study medicine you should study medicine oh my god people i always like i always told everyone i don't wanna do medicine i just hate it i don't like chemistry or biology and stuff don't force me okay don't force me i don't want to do it and by the graduation i didn't know what i wanted to do but i was looking uh, for business schools yeah i was looking for business schools but i knew that i left that i loved science so and then people would tell me to do medicine i was extremely confused and i kind of lost myself at that point so when I got accepted to Chinese university to study Chinese language I was like oh god I don't really care what I will study as long as I'm getting out of this country I am blessed so uh, I got into like um, one university in my country uh, mm, the major was applied math and computer science yeah fancy so yeah everyone wanted me to do medicine and I kind of applied but I didn't do tests so I didn't get in and I was happy if I would get in I would probably stay there thanks God that I didn't try so I went out yeah I was happy I was extremely happy when I went to China but sadly I had only one year grant to study there for free with a scholarship monthly scholarship it was amazing but still I couldn't find myself I didn't know what to do I was 18 at that time I was so confused really and probably because I was like um out for one year I came back to my country thinking that I would do I would continue doing makeup stuff with Mary Kay I was so excited when I went to China I had an access to YouTube not YouTube but 
yeah there is Yoko similar to YouTube so it's still like you can watch videos same the same content on YouTube so I found Michelle Phan's videos and it was all about cosmetics and I was like oh my god I really love it I mean I was doing cosmetics since I was 11 and I was feeling that something was missing while I was in China I wouldn't do cosmetics I wouldn't uh, work with Mary, like Mary Kay because it's a different country and I didn't know it before I watched those videos and I at that point I was like yes I will go back to my country I will work my ass off and do cosmetics I was so determined and I planned everything so I went back after graduating my one-year course in China I went back and I was like immediately working um, developing Instagram page for my job and all those stuff and I was like okay I will apply to university just just to get a diploma as they say in my country just get it just get any diploma just get it as long as you have it so I got in and oh my god and the thing is I also got into Chinese University with uh, with the tuition fee free tuition and but no monthly scholarship and that's why I was kind of like not sure staying there so but I still didn't tell the school that I will not come back or not take this grant so I was like still thinking if something will go wrong I will probably go back and uh, by the end of the summer I was like yes I will stay here and I will do it I will do cosmetics but I will study of course and oh my god my first day at school was horrible the first lecture 8 a.m. lecture after that lecture I was crying I was crying because I didn't love it I didn't like the place the people I was feeling that I'm not surrounded with the right people I knew that I have more than sitting there and studying philosophy why would my major be applied math and I would study philosophy PE uh, English Tajik and Russian what the hell what did I sign up for literally that was the schedule every day yeah this five subjects and those five subjects were my horror story at high school I hated I hated stuff which are not proven by science and I was crying I was crying immediately after the day was over I wrote like an email I called I, I called to my to admission office in China and I said I lied to them I said we had some problems in my country there was no internet like I'm coming I will come like immediately like, this week I will come to China and then um, they said well because you didn't reply to us we gave up we gave your scholarship to somebody else <sighs> for the last um, okay September October for the last three months every single day I would cry in the morning and my mom would kind of like pull me out of the bed so that I could go to school and not be like dropped out of the school from the like officially and oh my god it was like the most horrible time of my life in my country I guess and I couldn't do much I couldn't do cosmetics because I was feeling like my life has ended and I'm not talking about what was happening inside of the outside of the school every single day people would tell me when would you get married when would you get married when would you get married did you find anyone let us find someone for you like shut up shut the mm up I 
I am in the state of mind where I feel like I've lost myself and people are telling me she should get married and uh, then she will be okay, she will settle down. What the F? What? Get married? And be a slave? Cook? Clean up the house? Take care of somebody? What the hell are you talking about? This is the stuff that I hate the most. So, as I said, after my first day, I was calling China. And then um, my friend, whom fortunately I made in China, uh, told me about these opportunities in Korea. So I applied to my school, which I am right now, and to another school that I wanted to go to, KAIST. But for that one, I didn't apply. I was um, preparing for tests to have better grade and like to apply in January. And I was really hoping that I would would go to KAIST and I was preparing for tests. But as the time went by, I realized how I was suffering all like all those days I was like suffering so I prayed to get into any any school outside of my country just to get the hell out of there and I will never forget that that day 25th oh my oh my god yeah it's coming it's November right so next week it will be um, three years Yes, exactly. Was 2015. Yeah, it would be exactly three years when my life has changed. I remember the 25th of November was the day that uh, I was supposed to get results if I got in or not. Um, during application time, I, I think intentionally, um, did something strange. So there is online application and paper-based application. So you fill out online application and then you send your documents as well. Same stuff, just like online and PDF format. On my online application, I applied for a business school. On my paper application, I applied for engineering school. (laughs) So I was hoping, uh, I was thinking about engineering school. So when I was checking my results, 25th of November and internet was um, still probably extremely slow so and um, as you know like Korean internet is the heaviest to handle because it's really fast so it was really slow and I couldn't couldn't like wait to get my answer so I would choose engineering school let's check my name my name was not there I was at that point I was like okay I can't believe this but I I think I will give up but I can't believe this and what I did I wrote an email <laughs> oh my god I'm so persistent oh god dang when I want to get out of somewhere I I, I want to try harder so I emailed them and I said my school I'm like um, is there any problem like I I was lying again I was like I cannot find my name um, did I get in or not could you please check my name and then I told them my name and then they're like congratulations you got in and I'm like but why cannot I, I cannot see it and then they were like aren't you in business school and I'm like holy crap <laughs> holy crap I'm like oh I probably clicked something wrong like you know when you're desperate to do something or you're like fighting for your life you start lying um well i don't want to talk about this like debate this but i think sometimes lying is okay when it's helpful for you and it's not um that damaging for others which in my case was not damaging to anyone so I actually wrote to them and I said excuse me but I applied for engineering school 
because I wanted engineering school, but I just applied business engineering just to get in any anyhow. Like, and that's when they said, "Oh, okay. Um, if it was a mistake, then we will change it." So I got in, and then what? It was a toughest decision, and until my birthday, which is like exactly after one month, December twenty fifth. Only my mom knew and my aunt, my favorite aunt. No one else knew, like from family, that I got in, and that I would actually go. I would actually, I was like, I got in, I will go, and I didn't know anything about Korea. None of us knew anything about Korea. Yeah, nothing. I only knew. I, the only thing that I knew was that technology is good there. That's it. That's it. So, on my birthday, this is the time where the whole family gathers each year. I made an announcement. I said, "Excuse me, but I'm going to tell you something, and I really don't care what you will all say." I was that rude to all the people there, and because I was. Done. I was like, done. I'm done with this place. I was like, I don't really care what you think about this, but I got into South Korea, and I will go after one month. So I'm really glad that you came to my birthday. Um, thank you very much for everything, but don't comment anything about this one. If you're happy for me, thank you. But if you have some opinion, please don't tell me that, cause I don't give up. Well, I didn't say that, but like I was just like, please don't tell me anything. And I could see the face of the old male being sitting there. All of them, their all of their faces turned blue, including my my father, my uncles, and. Female side was pretty happy. So yeah, that's how I came here, and it was hard for me because it, yeah, I I will not say that there is no discrimination in Korea, even though it's not that uh, straightforward. You still feel it. Mm, so when I came here, oh my god. At this point, there is no gender discrimination. There is different type of discrimination. It's not from Koreans though. It's from the community here. Uh, so, because I come from Central Asia, um, most of Central Asian countries are um, Muslims. So, people before before even I came in, people already had. Some kind of picture of me. So I'm a Muslim girl. I would be wearing. I should be wearing that. I shouldn't be eating that. And blah 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 blah. Or I shouldn't be talking or saying that. It turned turned out that other countries in Central Asia are more strict. Like, oh my god. So, yeah, that was crazy part. About this place, and usually I don't like to tell people where I come from because immediately when I say Central Asia, if they they don't know what is Tajikistan, well, well, when you say Tajikistan, people immediately know that it's Central Asia. They're not sure exactly which country is that, but they know that I should be Muslim. So it means I shouldn't be eating pork. Well, I don't eat it because I know why we shouldn't be eating it. Not because someone said that we shouldn't eat it, right? So people already have an image like I shouldn't be eating pork. I shouldn't be wearing this type of clothes. I shouldn't be saying that. I shouldn't be arguing blah. I shouldn't be um, like everywhere. Da 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 da. This is for people who know this stuff, and when it comes to Koreans, which um, are influenced by the people who are already here, and Koreans already kind of like um, 
picture all people who come from Central Asia should be like that. Just because, as I was convinced that music is like for sluts, same thing. I think Koreans are convinced that if you come from Central Asia, then you should be that, that, or that. So yeah, that was the only problem that I had here. Oh my God, there are other stuff that happened. Seriously, I don't like telling people where I come from. So whenever they ask me, where are you from? And I'm like, it's not important. And I don't want to tell you where I am from. So usually skip this topic. And when I do that, it's much, much better. Like, um, I remember when I joined my club, like, it would be hard to go with them somewhere. Because usually Koreans love to eat and then when they take me with them, they are panicking. Like you can see it in their eyes. Not in terms of like bad panicking, it's more like they care about you so much that they would um, choose a place that doesn't serve pork or at least a place that has uh, some meal with no pork. And at first I didn't know why were why they were so panicking. And then later on I figure out, and then um, and then I and like some after some time they wouldn't wouldn't call me like tell me to go out with them because when they would ask me like what do you eat or are you are you Muslim and I would say yes and then that's it that would freak them out because it's hard to find a place with no pork so. After that, I would just um, just say, okay, let's go. Don't worry about food. Just let's go. I will just eat whatever you order, but don't worry about me. And then, yeah, it's much better now. And finally, I found myself. It turned out that I'm a person who loves business. And for, for two years, I was studying some stuff that was not related to me, but I knew that I wanted somehow relayed my life to health and cosmetics and stuff so studying biology for my um, sophomore year but my minor was not um, determined like I, I would choose I would go from chemistry to biology to energy I just didn't know what to what to do and then this year I finally figured out that I want to try management so I changed my minor to management and to be honest, this year is, it's its my year, yeah, I found out myself, I found my purpose, and I know what I want to do, I know what I will do in the future, and I know that people should not be discriminating me because of my gender, or because of my country, because of my religion, or the way that I look, and so so I'm really glad that I'm here I don't feel any gender discrimination in this country and I really want to bring this topic to people who are having the same situation or are still living in this kind of culture I really wanna this is the purpose of this podcast is to encourage people to not give up on their dreams or to not do what they like just because it is not okay in their culture yeah this is the whole point of this podcast i really want people to reconsider that same goes for male i'm not saying i didn't talk about this one but because i had like 40 minutes talking about me and boys also have the same problem they're also encouraged to get married maybe they have even uh, like let's say if there's a boy who doesn't want to work and he's forced to work because he's gonna be a man of the house and i'm the person who loves to work and because i'm going to be a wife and be like a housewife i shouldn't be studying but i love to study and i love learning and there are guys probably who don't want to learn who don't want to work or they want to do something else and their parents or their culture is telling them no 
This is my message to everyone who is listening. Never give up on your dream. Always try different stuff to find yourself. And don't give up. Mm. Don't, don't care about what others say, what others' opinions are, or what the culture says, or your parents. You know what? Your parents are not going to live your life. Believe me. And you're not living for your culture or for people's opinion. You're living for yourself. The most important thing in this world is you. Your happiness. Only your happiness. That's the most important. That's why we're living. We're living to find out who we are and why we're in this world. What is our purpose? Oh my god, my throat, my th- throat hurts a lot. Yeah, I think I just love doing the stuff that involves my voice. <laughs> Be sure to check out my YouTube channel. You can find me at uh, Mukilum, same on Instagram, same. You can find me at Mukilum. You can watch me, my, my, uh, you can watch the other part of me the singing part of me i love singing so i love everyone who is listening to this podcast and i would be really happy if i helped someone if you have any questions reach me out on instagram youtube here i'm not sure if you can comment because i'm kind of new here but oh my god thank you for tuning in and staying with me like for the whole hour Maybe it was boring for someone, but yeah, I just wanted to share my story. And next time, I will do some research and talk more about equality and how we should get rid of it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how we should get rid of inequality. Thank you very much. See you. Oh, I don't mean see. You. I mean, like, talk to you next time. Bye bye.